Your work week is over. The plant called and said, if you don't come in tomorrow, don't bother coming in Monday. Woohoo! Four-day weekend. This is The Last Word, the off-season home of the Colts, with Jeffrey Gorman and Matt Taylor. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome inside to The Last Word. This is our weekly off-season radio show. We're talking all things Indianapolis Colts. I'm Matt Taylor, the voice of the Colts heading into your weekend, probably a long weekend. Most people have Monday off with the holiday coming up. Jeffrey Gorman, is uh, he's baked in the imaging there, but he's out tonight. He's out in L.A. with the... Jim Irsay Collection Show this weekend, and Casey Valier is filling in tonight, kicking off the off-season showcase. How we doing, man? How are you? I'm good, Matt. You know, it wouldn't be a, a typical Friday off-season show without Jeffrey Gorman, you know? <laughs> Normally, we're surprised when he is here. That's exactly. The <laughs> <laughs> but more than capable there in, uh, in Casey's hands, and we are with you until uh, 7 o'clock tonight for the next half an hour leading up to Pacer pregame, Pacers and Hawks tonight. Uh, on the road. The last word brought to you by FanDuel, making every moment more. And we got a loaded show tonight. We're discussing what was said this week from the movers and shakers from the Indianapolis Colts. We'll also hear from Anthony Richardson regarding his rehab, his rookie season, and also break down what Chris Ballard had to say at his end of the season press conference that took place earlier this week. And Casey, this show is always bittersweet for me. I, I like doing this show. It's always enjoyable to be with you and, and Jeffrey. But you know, when we do this show, it means the off season is here, yeah. and the off season came too quick this time around. I think we can all agree on that. I, I still think in the back of my head that the Colts should be hosting the Browns tomorrow for a playoff game. I, I still keep thinking that's what we're going to do in about 24 hours. I know that's not the case, but yeah, I think uh, a lot of people are still having a hard time dealing with what happened last Saturday night in primetime. Yeah, you're not kidding. You and I both were kind of preparing for that. You know, it was one of those things that Going into the Houston game, we knew it was going to be a challenge, but I honestly thought that the Jags were going to lose and the Colts were going to host the Browns. You know, the Colts get the football with about four minutes to go. They're driving. Here it is. It's the it's the storybook ending to the season, yeah. and, and then you know what happens. But, no, I agree. It does seem like this one's a little more bittersweet than I think in years past. It just felt like there was something different with this team. A lot to build on. That's what tonight's all about. We're going to talk again about Anthony Richardson and Chris Ballard. We heard end-of-the-season press conferences from everybody. Shane Steichen, the general manager, players spoke in the locker room one final time before they went their separate ways this offseason. And, you know, speaking on Richardson, as we, we uh, begin there, Casey, he looked really good. He was in good spirits. He looked, you know, really good physically, you know, coming off that shoulder rehab. That continues to go well. And by the way, he hopes to uh, start throwing sometime coming up next month in February. But a big topic of conversation with both Richardson and Ballard was Richardson's playing style as a rookie and whether or not that needs to change going into year number two because we know about the shoulder, but he also dealt with a concussion. Anthony had an ankle. He had a knee injury. Um, all told, we know about it, right? Five appearances this season, but he only finished one game completely healthy. So here's a soundbite I want to play and, and kind of tee things up. Here's Anthony Richardson on if his playing style needs to change going into a sophomore campaign. No, I don't think so. You know, uh, it's just a matter of me just just being out there and just learning when to get down, when not to get down. You know, some of the injuries were unfortunate. You know, like my ankle getting stepped up on, uh, hitting my knee on the turf really hard. You know, just stuff like that, you know, stuff that I can't control. Uh, but the ones that I can't control, you know, I got to prevent those. You know, like me slowing up uh, near the end zone, getting the concussion, you know, that was completely on me. And then, you know, uh, getting tackled, you know, I couldn't really prevent that. You know, I was trying to brace myself for it. 
and just unfortunately my shoulder just, you know, did what it did. But I don't think I have to change the way I play, you know, just being a little smarter when the time does come. You know, uh, staying true to myself, you know, that's what that's what got me here. The way I play, that's what, that's what got me to this level. So the people in this building, they, they wanted me to be me. Me trying to change that, you know, I don't think it would really benefit, you know, us, you know, in the long run. You know, of course, I can be smarter from time to time, but just playing the way I play, you know, that's why they, they, they got me on this team. That's why they want me on this team. You know, like I said, just be smart, but you know, don't don't try to change anything at all. For real. That's Anthony Richardson on his playing style and whether or not that needs to be, you know, altered or tweaked or have some adaptations going into next season. Considering he missed 12 games this year in his rookie campaign, how about you, Casey? Do you agree that Richardson, from his estimation, does not? need to change the way he plays at quarterback. I don't think he needs to change anything because there's a part of me that thinks a lot of these were just football injuries. Ultimately, it was just a handful of the plays that are very typical throughout an NFL game that just happened to, you know, he lands on his shoulder wrong, and that ultimately ended his season. You know, the, the concussion, yeah, he talked about how maybe I don't need to slow up through the end zone, go all the way through it. But ultimately, all these things were just typical NFL plays that he happened to get hurt so and you don't take a guy fourth overall with all of the intangibles that Anthony Richardson has and tell him to hey let's try and back off of doing this because there's a reason Colts went out and got him where they did so all of that plays into it that you know what you kind of take what you have with his playing style and maybe you do tweak it a little bit here but I wouldn't say you have to change very much if anything. Yeah, nobody wants to take away what makes Richardson special and, quite frankly, why the Colts drafted him fourth overall. But maybe you run less you know, design runs for him at the beginning right. of next season, but you don't want to take away his instincts. And, and maybe you save those design runs for the, for the red zone, right, in crunch right. time and got to have moments. But I think he's going to be smart going forward. I think you're going to see him slide more. I think this experience has taught him maybe I need to take myself – you know, out of bounds or just learn how to fall and, and protect myself better. But I think by sitting and watching the last 12 weeks of the season, Anthony Richardson now understands how important he is to this football team and the future success of the Colts. I mean, no disrespect again to uh, Gardner Minshew, but the success of this football team hinges on what number five can do when he's healthy and available out in the field. No, absolutely. And I think everybody knows that. I think Gardner Minshew knows that. I mean, he was a guy that – Ultimately, he knew what situation he was kind of getting into when they drafted Gardner and or when they drafted Anthony. And he talked about that all year. I mean, this is Anthony's team and he knows that everybody knows that in that locker room, you know, taking that step back and saying, OK, I, I don't like this feeling of not being out there. I need to do whatever I can to be on the field. And because wherever I go, this team goes. Exciting times ahead for the Indianapolis Colts with a healthy Anthony Richardson and uh, really looking forward to seeing him back on the field coming up in the spring when the team gets back together for the offseason workout program in April. That seems like forever away from now, but it's going to yep. be here before Just you know blink. it. Yep, <laughs> so is the NFL offseason. Coming up soon is, you know, you got the NFL combine, then free agency, and then draft. It's a domino effect. And it's all going to be here sooner than later. All right, when we come back, we'll continue to talk more about the season from Anthony Richardson and hear from the quarterback himself. AR had a sit down with Lair Overton earlier this week, and he'll talk about his growth as a rookie and, of course, what he sees from himself coming up in 2024. That's coming up next year in The Last Word, the offseason radio home of the Indianapolis Colts with Casey Valle. I'm Matt Taylor. We're back in just a moment here on 93.5 and 107.5, The Fan. Oh, yeah, for sure, no doubt. 
Um, I believe that when I first walked through the door, you know, just looking at pieces we have. You know, and then myself, I'm going to compete every single chance I get. We don't want anything short of the playoffs. You know, we want to exceed the playoffs and go to the Super Bowl. You know, that's the main goal, get rings here. You know, win championships. I do believe if I did play, go to the playoffs. But even when I didn't play, we had opportunities to go to the playoffs. So, you know, this team, you know, despite me, like, just leave me out of it. You know, this team is great. You know, we have weapons, as you can see. Playoffs is right there in our hands. We just got to execute every play. That's all. Welcome back to The Last Word, the off-season radio home of the Indianapolis Colts from the Indiana Union Construction Industry Radio Studio. Hey, welcome back to The Last Word. That's Anthony Richardson on Believing the Colts. We're a playoff team if he stayed healthy in 2023. Welcome back to The Last Word. We're brought to you by FanDuel, making every moment more with Casey Vallier in for Jeffrey Gorman tonight. I'm Matt Taylor with you until 7 o'clock tonight, leading you up to Pacer pregame, Pacers and Hawks tonight on the road. What do you think, Casey? Do you think the Colts would have been a playoff team this past season with a healthy Richardson for a majority of the season? You know, I do. I think ultimately just looking at that final play of the year, that fourth and one that everybody's talking about, you have Anthony Richardson in the backfield, and it gives the defense just multiple options to worry about. Just simple plays like that. Those are those are the situations that I think moving forward you're going to see how big of an impact he's going to have on opposing defenses. Yeah, I think it's clear watching this Colts offense this year. And again, no disrespect to Gardner Minshew at all. And and by the way, he's going to have some big talks coming up yeah. in free agency. But the Colts, they need to get more explosive on offense. Chris Ballard talked about that earlier this week. The explosive plays, they were there in the first four games of the season with Richardson both in the run and the pass game but the Colts lost a few games this year because they just weren't explosive enough on offense, like this last game against the Texans, right? I mean, Jonathan Taylor goes off, but it's not enough. You run for over 200 yards as a team. Jonathan Taylor goes for, what, a 188? But yeah, 188. You, you lose the game because you're not able to complement the running game with the pass, and hopefully that's where Richardson can help starting next season. All right, let's hear more from Anthony Richardson now. Earlier this week, Colts reporter Lara Overton, she had a chance to go one-on-one -on -one with Richardson, and they discussed his rookie season, his shoulder rehab, and what he sees for himself this offseason going into year number two. Anthony, first time getting to sit down with you since the end of the season, since your injury. How close are you progressing to where you hoped you'd be coming off that surgery in late October? Honestly, it's been great. You know, the whole rehab process, you know, shout out to everybody that's been helping me. But the whole process has been great, you know, and I'm excited to start throwing again soon. Being the competitor that you are, though, how difficult was it to grasp that such an exciting, promising rookie season was cut short? It honestly hurt me, you know, not even the fact that, you know, I couldn't really play anymore, but I couldn't be out there with my teammates and help them. You know, this year was the first year I ever, like, sat out and missed games. You know, and it was a little different for me. I had to, you know, change the way I, I viewed the game, change the way I viewed different people around me. But you know, I opened my eyes to something bigger and better, you know, getting my mind stronger and getting mentally right for next season. And that's what I was focused on the whole time. In the games that you did play, what you were able to put on display, thinking about back-to-back -to -back touchdowns at Houston, engineering the comeback to force the overtime against L.A., how does that reinforce your confidence in what you're capable of when you're healthy? It just boosts it up a little bit more. You know, it lets me know that I can't compete in this league. You know, I can't have fun out there with my brothers and my teammates. And I just got to keep going and just keep growing and keep getting better. You know, despite the good things I did do this year, you know, there are some things I can clean up and, you know, correct for next season. Your athleticism is 
certainly part of what makes you such a dynamic quarterback. From what you learned playing and watching this season, how do you lean into and hone that athleticism while also learning to protect yourself? Honestly, I'm not sure, you know, uh, being physically gifted the way I am, you know, I'm blessed and I'm excited, you know, and I'm glad that I can, you know, be the quarterback I am, you know, but it's still a learning curve for me, you know, adjusting to the speed of the game, the strength of the other players and just understanding my body and how to get down and, you know, playing safe without, you know, playing scared, you know, so I'm still adjusting to that, you know, hopefully I can you know, showcase a lot more of my athletic ability next year and, you know, play the whole season. In the time that you were watching, Shane, Gardner, how they operated in meetings, in practices, on game days. What did you learn from that, having that vantage point, having that experience? I learned a lot, honestly. You know, uh, it taught me how to be a pro, you know, how to get ready for games, and how to use your brain. You know, everybody knows I'm you know, an athletic freak, some people would say, but the game is just way bigger than just being able to run fast and throwing the ball far. So just watching them and how they pick certain things apart and, and game plan for certain games and attack the offense, you know, it's, it just makes me happy. And, and I just look forward to, you know, certain things we can do in the offense. Back at the beginning of the season, week two down in Houston, saw you had a chance to catch up with C.J. Stroud. It was evident how much respect that you guys have for one, yeah. for one another. From what you guys went through, going through the draft process together, the rookie season, obviously now, now being in the same division, what does he bring out in you as a competitor? Honestly, he makes me want to go harder. You know, shout out to him for, you know, doing the things he's doing for his team. We can't let that slide anymore. You know, he's in the division. You know, that's my guy. But, you know, we're going to have a lot of battles, you know, these upcoming years. But can't let him get any more Ws against us. So, but shout out to my guy, though, for sure. Speaking of battles, your own battles that you've faced this season, overcoming the adversity that you have, going through the adversity that you have, how much motivation do you draw upon that with also looking at, the foundation you have and the support you have around you and the growth that you see in this team? You know, I just look at what we have, you know. Uh, I look at everything that's around me, everything that's around the team, you know, everything that's in the building. I just see greatness, you know. I appreciate everything that's going on, you know. The injury as well, you know, it's opened my eyes and let me learn about football a lot more. Just seeing the guys and how they attack it and just imagining what I would be doing out there with them, you know, it just opened my eyes for something different. You know, I'm motivated to, you know, be the best version of myself like ever. You know, that's, that's my goal every year. But now seeing what we can do as a team, you know, it just makes me feel even better. Really appreciate the time. Thanks for sitting down with us. Excited to see you back out there with the guys. Yes, Thank you. That's Anthony Richardson with Lara Overton from earlier this week. Well done right there. Anthony closing it out, talking about his motivation to come back next season. The injury opening his eyes and kind of seeing the bigger picture there and him being excited to get back with his teammates and Casey be the best version of himself to this point. Those are powerful and mature words there from a 21-year-old. That's that's pretty remarkable perspective from all things considered, just a kid. You know, that's one of the things that I think we, we knew going into the process that everybody said he's a different 20-year-old because he was 20 going into the whole process last year. And getting, you know, being able to see him inside the building, I think we've all realized he's a lot more mature than especially I was at that age. And uh, it's only going to bode well for him moving forward because he is all about the team and he's very humble. There's a bright future ahead for Anthony Richardson, both on the field and off. Yeah, thanks again to uh, Richardson for the time right there. Well done by Lara Overton. Reminder to download the weekly official Colts podcast featuring the latest news, insight, interviews regarding the Colts 
And this week we put the season into perspective and also recapped Anthony Richardson and Chris Ballard's press conferences in full detail on an episode of Overtime. Check all of that out right now. It's on YouTube, Colts.com, the Colts mobile app, and the Colts audio network, wherever you download your podcasts. All right, time for a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll close out the show. We'll give you the Forum Credit Union question of the week regarding Richardson's dynamic ability and his rushing touchdown total in a brief season. And, uh, again, he only appeared in five games this year, but we'll put that in perspective and also continue to put the 2023 season to bed. We'll discuss Chris Ballard's comments on the Colts' defense from last year and the urgency that he has for this team in 2024 coming off a 9-8 and campaign and narrowly missing out on the playoffs. Again, for Casey Vallier, I'm Matt Taylor. We're back in just a moment for the final time here on The Last Word on 93.5 and 107.5, The Fan. Absolutely. You'll hate it. It guts me. The last three years have really, this year better, but 21 and 22, I feel bad for our fans. I want to let them down. I mean, that's what, that's what sticks in my claw. So, damn right. Damn right. If you can't get enough Colts talk, this is your show. This is The Last Word, the off-season home of the Colts from the Indiana Union Construction Industry Radio Studio. Welcome back to The Last Word. We're brought to you by FanDuel, making every moment more with FanDuel, proud sportsbook partner of the Indianapolis Colts. That was Chris Ballard from Thursday when he balanced the difficult end of the season and a promising future for the Colts. But Casey, he doubled back a few times and alluded to just what we heard right there from the uh, GM of the Colts. He hates losing. He's tired of not being in the playoffs. Hey, the time is now. Everything is about winning going forward, and there's a lot different this year compared to his end-of-the-season press conference last year in that you've got your quarterback, right? You've got your innovative head coach in Shane Steichen, who has now helped kind of shape your culture. Winning AFC South titles, the expectations, they're all there. And it's in Casey, it's going to be really fun to see how the Colts attack this upcoming offseason with those goals in mind here. No, and, and that's what the goal is now. I mean, it's no longer, you know, just putting together a good season. It is AFC South division winner. That's what you're shooting for. And that's what, I mean, ultimately, I mean, the Colts win that game on Saturday, and that's what they're looking at. So that's where it's harder to even stomach when you saw what happened to Jacksonville last Sunday was, you know, the Texans are now the division champs, and you had them right where you wanted them. So. Yep, no doubt about it. Hey, quickly, let's get to the Forum Credit Union question of the week here. we got a handful of minutes left. Anthony Richardson started four games this past season, passed for 577 yards, three touchdown passes, one pick, but he also rushed for 136 yards and found the end zone with his legs four times. Casey, who holds the Colts record for rushing touchdowns in a single season? That's the question to you. I'm going to go with number 12, Andrew Luck. That's just my just ding, because ding, of, ding. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's, it's his mobility, yeah. Andrew Luck, and he actually did it right out of the gate, just like Anthony Richardson did in uh, terms okay. of putting up a lot of uh, explosivity in the run game from the quarterback position. Andrew Luck had five touchdowns in year number one as a rookie, and he played in 16 games that year. Richardson had four rushing touchdowns, Casey, and 173 snaps. So he's going to have a chance to put up some unbelievable rushing numbers coming up next season. And like I said earlier, I think it's the red zone. Save him for the red zone when the yards get really hard and the field shrinks and you need your best playmakers to make a play. That's kind of what the Ravens do with Lamar Jackson. I think that's where you're going to see the quarterback design runs next year the most 
for Anthony Richardson. Yeah, I kind of view that Houston game where he had those two scamper. I think one was an 18-yarder and a 15-yarder. Mm-hmm. We know he got hurt on one of them, but those are inside the red zone and really utilizing what his mobility can be. All right, visit the Forum Credit Union Fan Forum section of Colts.com to interact with other fans online. You can post a topic there and participate in various discussions on the Colts. Forum Credit Union helping members live their financial dreams. Case Meister, we got uh, about 30 seconds to close out here. We got Super Wild Card Weekend. This is one of my favorite sports weekends of the year. Give me your six winners this weekend. We got the Browns at Texans, Dolphins at Chiefs on Saturday. Then on Sunday, we got a triple header. Steelers at Bills, Packers at Cowboys, Rams at Lions, and then we close it out with a Monday night football playoff matchup in the NFC. Eagles at Buccaneers. Quickly, give me your six winners this weekend. I'm boring. I'm taking all the home teams. I'm taking Texans, Chiefs, Bills, Cowboys, Lions, and Buccaneers. So I'm saying Dolphins, Eagles out already. Wow, it's bold, Cotton. That That is bold. I need need the Browns uh, at the Texans. I got the Chiefs. I got Bills. I got Cowboys. I got the Rams upsetting the Lions on Sunday night. Sorry about you, Lions fans. You continue to be haunted by Matthew Stafford. Sean McVay and company get it done there. And I got the Buccaneers at home. I do agree with you on the upset there. Uh, The Buccaneers send the Eagles packing and uh, send them home early all right good stuff right there casey have a great weekend we will talk to you next week great weekend of sports as we said the nfl playoffs start this weekend we got college hoops we got the nba speaking of hoops pacer hoops is coming up next the blue and gold are in atlanta tonight for casey valier i'm matt taylor thanks for getting in the last word tonight and we'll do it again talking all things colts next friday here on the home of the colts 93.5 and 107.5 the fan